0: and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real-life HR situations we face every day. On today's episode, I've asked Lindsay Greenberg, one of our HR business partners, here at Paylocity to join me. Lindsay has over eight years of experience in HR, and she's worked in several aspects, including recruiting, benefits, general HR responsibilities. Uh, In fact, HR kind of runs in the family. Lindsay's father-in-law and sister-in-law both are working in the field. So Lindsay, thanks so much for jumping on with me today.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited, looking forward to our conversation.
0: I'm so excited about this topic. HR networking, it's so important. So I thought we could start with the basics. Why is networking important?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Networking is so very important and it's so basic in the sense that. You do it all the time. You don't even realize when you're networking, right? There's the more formal side of it. You're you're going to an actual networking event. It's, it's part of a conference that you're at. And sometimes that may feel a little bit forced. But I always try to remind myself when you're in those situations, if you think of it as a chore, it's going to be. So think of it more as an opportunity for growth and learning. And, and that changing of that mindset can really set you up for success. So why it's important in my mind... Um, It leads to more job and business opportunities. So that could be directly a new job, or it could be maybe an, an internal project that you're getting involved in at your organization. It also builds a broader and deeper industry and subject matter knowledge for yourself. So it keeps you aware of some of those trends going on within your industry that you wouldn't naturally know about. You have to kind of seek it a little bit more. It also allows for improved capacity for innovation, which leads to faster uh, advancement. So what I mean by that in, in my world, how I see it is maybe there's a new HR initiative that we're rolling out. And I've never gone through this before. So I don't know how to go about it. But I bet someone in my network has. And so if I can tap into them to understand their challenges, what they learned, how they go about it differently, I can show up better for my business, for my organization, when we sit down to have those brainstorming sessions. And then the last thing that comes to mind is having this greater status and authority, right? So as people start to learn your name, you can be tapped on the shoulder more for more opportunities. So in the the best part, the most exciting part about networking is is it is important to everybody. So at different parts of your career, you're going to utilize networking in a different way. And networking can show up in, in different ways to support you, but also your community.
0: I love the being tapped on the shoulder. I, that's one of my favorite parts about networking um, is building those relationships and, and being able to either have that tap or tap somebody else and say, hey, I'm working on this initiative. I'd love to pick your brain. How does this look in the HR space? Why, why or why have you experienced HR networking as so important?
1: So for myself, right? The the whole thing with networking is it's a give and take. So what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And so the value that I've gotten from networking, which is why it's so important to me, is I've experienced new opportunities from it. So in in college, I was a barista, and I didn't even realize I was networking. You know, talking to to your customers in the drive through, and I ended up landing an HR internship because one of my customers was the head of a non for profit within the HR space. And what I thought was my regular job, just doing what I do day to day, it turned into a bigger opportunity. And one of my favorite networking uh, stories that I have is in my previous organization, I was, I was new, and so I joined to get involved in our sustainability committee. And I went to one of our meetings, and in that meeting, we determined that we were going to volunteer at an event. Uh, we, we volunteered, I think it was at a lacrosse tournament. And when we were there, I ended up meeting the athletic director at a local high school. From conversations just throughout the day, it, we found out that they had an opening for their dance team, and I had the background from dancing my whole life. And I turned into going from a volunteer coach to a JV coach to running the entire program. And had I not joined that sustainability committee and started making networks, I probably never would have had that opportunity. So for me, it really hits home. The more that I put myself out there, the more opportunities that I'm going to get back. And then the other piece, which we all do is get in our heads sometimes. So having someone else as an unbiased, neutral, third party in situations that can allow me to stop thinking so much and I can have some opposing thoughts and challenging ideas really helps me show up better for my business.
0: You talked a little bit about the value you've received from networking. What value do you think you've brought to those that you've networked with?
1: Great question. And this is one that you kind of have to really think about because... Like I had mentioned before, you get out of your network what you put into it. So I do my best to make it a focus to pay it forward. I'm always willing to help someone else out. And the one thing for me is I understand and recognize that I may not have all the expertise on different subjects. But by making myself available for others, help just brainstorm ideas... And then from those conversations, I can either connect them with someone within my network that may have that expertise that they're needing, or maybe they're just looking for a different perspective that I can offer. So, trying to separate the fact that I may not be a subject matter expert in what that person's looking for, but I can still bring and add value uh, to them and their network. The more that I put myself out there, the more opportunities that I'm going to have presented to myself to build others' network. Or for myself, open the door for continuous opportunities for myself.
0: LinkedIn seems to be the be-all and all for professional networking right now, um, especially in this virtual world. How have you gone about using that to increase your HR network?
1: There are so many different ways on LinkedIn that you can build your network. So I think when I first started utilizing LinkedIn, it was really building those connections. So people within my industry, other alumni from my university, um, organizations that I've worked for and colleagues that I have worked with, that was really my goal, make those connections. But what was missing was, well, now that I've made all of these connections, what do I do with it? And so I've started to get more involved in LinkedIn. And one of the biggest things that I use is the LinkedIn groups. So there's various different subjects that you can join. So I, I, you know, HR as a, a general function, they have a general HR. They have employee relations. They have an HR law section. So you have various HR professionals who are going to these different groups who you may not have interacted with or not part of your network, but you're coming together for a common subject. And you can utilize each other by posting different questions that you have and commenting back on your perspective. And just starting to do that, I started to recognize names within those HR groups, which allowed me then to start following them and learning a little bit more about what they do. So what I was learning is, if you make all of these connections and then don't do something with them, then there's not much value to add. But by getting involved in the different groups that LinkedIn has to offer, I have the ability to influence others, to be influenced myself, and challenge each other's ideas. Now, LinkedIn groups, you do have to commit a little bit more to that, right? You're following the different threads and you're replying back and forth. One thing that I like, one of the features that LinkedIn has that I can just post right on my page is when you're posting, you can pull your network. So you can post a poll and you can get gut reactions. It's maybe an idea you're testing. And you're just saying, hey, A, B, and C, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? And what's great about that is typically, your network is not only going to answer your poll, but they're going to comment underneath it and provide a little bit more context, which just opens the door for you to tap back into them and ask for additional you know, clarifying information or start the dialogue, which is really just leads into further and deeper knowledge for yourself. So I say all of that because... LinkedIn provides a sense of community, and especially in today's remote working world, it's difficult to keep connected with others because you don't have the ability, or you're less likely to maybe run into them in, uh, you know, the supermarket or walking down the hall at the office when you don't really see them face to face. So having the ability to stay connected and celebrate wins and you know recognize promotions and anniversaries really is the best opportunity to stay connected in a remote world.
0: One of the things that I really love about LinkedIn is it can grab different types of personalities and connect them. I'm an extroverted extrovert, so I'm craving social right now. So the fact that we can't bump into people is something I'm struggling with. But if you're introverted and the idea of going to a networking event is overwhelming, LinkedIn is a great place for you to get started. You know, all the things you shared, Lindsay, are great tactics to use. One of the things that I have done, too, is when people reach out to me for a connection, I have a set of uh, canned, I mean, they're personal, but canned responses that basically introduces me to you, how I can help you in your career, and what I'd love to learn from you and connect with you. How have you turned some of those LinkedIn connections into, you know, real-world connections that you can reach out to?
1: Great question, and I'm going to expand this a little bit more than just even LinkedIn because I agree. I'm with you. I am an extrovert. I, I thoroughly enjoy going in person and seeing, you know, uh, and meeting other people face to face. But I had mentioned at the beginning too that sometimes that can be a chore for for some, and so I think as much as you can try to put a. Purpose behind what you're networking behind, it makes it a lot more easier. So, if you're in a situation where maybe it is face to face, going in with a goal, I'm going to connect with three people and here's the subject. Or if you're going to an event and they have the networking opportunity for you and you're one of those people, myself included, that maybe you show up 15 minutes before and you find a desk, you sit down, you're like, okay, let's get started. But if you can utilize that networking opportunity, to understand why are others there are what are they looking to gain what problems are they looking to solve because it's likely that their motivation for being there is very similar to yourself and so just making that small connection prior to whatever that event is can really go a long way and then i'd also say there are so many less formal ways, ways that are not in person that you can connect with others. So I had mentioned the LinkedIn groups. Uh, SHRM also has a SHRM Connect. So they do digest posts. And so you can, similar to LinkedIn groups, you can go in and subscribe to the different digests. And there are many different colleagues that are going to post on their different questions. And it's just a thread. And you can reply back to the different questions and topics that they have. Um, And it's a way for you to virtually stay connected. And I had mentioned once you continue to do that, once you start to follow similar threads, you start to recognize names and people start to recognize your names. And so then what you can do is start to take those conversations offline. Hey, I saw you posted about this. Can you tell me more about why you're doing it? My organization is also looking to do something similar. Can we take this and have a little bit more of a deeper conversation? One way to really informally do it as well is to just build business relationships, so you don't have to be in person, but you can tap a colleague on the shoulder and ask, "Hey, what are you working on?" I, you know, I, I saw this going on in the background. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Can I get involved or help in any way? And then one thing, and I did this actually recently, is you know, everyone is new at some point, so. It can be difficult when you are new and you know how that feels. So I try to go out of my way to make new employees feel comfortable because that's something that they'll remember and it makes a big impact for them.
0: I know that we've been focusing on LinkedIn, but some of the things that you just shared are applicable across all sorts of social networks. Um, you know, you I have a, I have a list of HR people that I follow on Twitter and it's great because I can see what they're tweeting about and engage with it. I have a set of people that I follow on Instagram, on TikTok, on Snapchat, you know, all all the socials, all the things that you can think of. But you're absolutely right. You start to recognize the names. You start to see what types of expertise they're bringing to the table and know what channels to go to for what information. You know, if I need a good HR laugh, it's Instagram for those HR memes, right? If I if I'm struggling with a problem, it's probably one of the LinkedIn groups or Sherm Connect, which is something I definitely use as well, um, to post that question and and get those ideas. I love that you mentioned polls. I haven't used that feature yet on LinkedIn. I, I love that idea. I might steal it for uh, getting some podcast content. I think that's a great idea to see what some of our other professionals are thinking about. Um, We didn't prepare for this question, really, but I'd love to hear if you have any don'ts when it comes to networking, things not to do.
1: So when it comes to networking, the biggest thing you have to remember is that networking is not directly about you. You shouldn't think about it as it being a benefit to yourself. If you're putting the community first, if you're putting whatever that community looks like for you, your industry, your organization, insert whatever that that community is first, and there may be some indirect benefits to yourself, right? The more you put yourself out there for others, the more likelihood they are to come to you with similar asks and needs. But if you're only doing it, if your only motivator is to benefit yourself, you're likely not going to have success in building a strong network. The other piece that I would say too is, make sure that when you are reflecting on your current network, what you have, are you diversifying it? And if you're not, and if you are, you know, I, I follow this, it's called the, you know, the proximity principle, which holds that if you prefer the population that is similar to yourself, right, so colleagues within your department, people that you are with very often who have similar, um, maybe training or similar experience, you're just going to create an echo chamber of others affirming your point of view. Which is not going to allow for challenging ideas, which is really how we as an HR industry are going to grow. If we don't share our expertise, our knowledge, our experience, we're never going to continue to stay um, as as leading and, and cutting edges as HR has become to be. So if you create a network with trust, diversity, and some level of brokerage to it, you can raise your level of information from what you know to who you know.
0: So I wanted to wrap our session today by basically saying that hopefully you've heard in me and Lindsay that we are super passionate about networking and we'd love to network with you. We're both on LinkedIn. You can find us both there. We both have socials that are public. Um I won't give our handles here, but if you find us on LinkedIn, you'll be able to find those other socials. We'd love to connect. We'd love to have you part of our network, part of our community. I'd love to hear ideas from from you on other topics we can cover. And as we both grow in our careers, we hope to give back to others. So uh, definitely reach out. I I know, Lindsay, hopefully you feel the same way.
1: I absolutely do. I'm all about building the network. And if anyone took away something from today's podcast uh, that's going to change how they network, I absolutely want to hear about it. So please reach out.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.